having multiple streams of income is a really great thing to do. So maybe it's risky to start a business, but you could start a side hustle and that reduces your risk considerably. Maybe you get to the point where you have to decide if you want to make your side hustle your main hustle. And at that point, that feels more risky to you. But just putting your head in the sand and saying, I'm just going to have a job because that's safe. That is actually very risky. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On, the podcast for mission-driven, service-based business owners who want to increase their income and their impact without burning out in the process. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, the CEO of Carvel Digital. And in this episode, we're going to talk about belief. Belief is the single most important ingredient that determines whether you are going to succeed, not just in business, but in any endeavor that you take on in life. So I really think it's important to talk about this first and to really dig into it. Now, before we do that, if this is your first time listening, go ahead and listen until the end of the podcast episode. And then if you find value in this, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star rating and review. This is episode two of the podcast, so it's really important and it really helps us get the word out and validate this as a valuable podcast that can help you level up your business. All right. I talk about belief a lot because I see the ways that belief and lack of belief has really stolen the results of people almost before they get out of the gate. The saying goes, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> and people say it a lot because it's true. So this is so, so important. And you have to believe in yourself and need people around you who also believe in you. I want to talk about some of the ways that this shows up. You know, I talk to people every week. I have strategy calls with prospects every week. I have coaching calls with my clients every week, and I see this show up in different ways again and again. So I want to talk specifically about some of the limiting beliefs that I see all the time and also some that my audience have shared with me that they're either battling with or have overcome. So the first one I want to talk about is that success is optional. And people don't really think about this as a belief, but this is how I see this show up most often. Now, most of my clients, almost all of my clients are women. And when they struggle to raise their prices, when they struggle to set bigger goals, when I dig down to the root of that, often it's because it's not really a necessity. A lot of times, maybe their partner is making enough money to really fulfill all the household needs, right? Their partner's making enough to take care of the entire family. And so their business and the money that they make with their business isn't really necessary or they don't see it as necessary. It's like, oh, my money just pays for, you know, our vacations or my money just pays for childcare, which by the way, like if two people had a, a child, then both of them should pay for childcare, right? So when success is optional, then it's going to be a lot harder to get there. And so you have to find a way to make whatever your goal is, make that a necessity for you. You have to find a goal that is important enough to you that you are willing to do whatever is necessary and ethical <laughs> to reach that goal. There are different ways to do that, but that's one of the ways that I see come up for people where, you know, for me, in my position, I started my business by getting fired and I didn't have any savings. So I had to go make something happen. I had to make it work. And when I see people in that position where like they have to reach a goal, they have to make something happen, they have to make it work. A lot of times they end up achieving those goals. So if you believe that success is optional, then you have to find a way to make it necessary. 
Okay, the next belief I want to talk about is one that I hear almost weekly, and that is all debt is bad. People come in and they sit across from me and I can tell and they can tell that they desperately need my help. And the only reason that they don't move forward is because they have to put it on a credit card. And they've just made some arbitrary rule that debt is bad, credit is bad, and they're never going to use credit. Listen, you're going to have a hard time building a business if you never, ever use credit. You know, a lot of people follow the Dave Ramseys of the world who are telling everybody, like, never, ever put anything on the credit card, never buy a latte, whatever it is. And a lot of that advice is really targeted towards people with jobs, people who have fixed incomes and the money they get every week or every month is the money they get and they have to make it stretch. But we are entrepreneurs. So you have to learn how to use debt responsibly to grow your business. You know, I've made some mistakes and I've gotten into a ton of debt and I have had to, you know, work my way back out of those situations. But what I didn't do is I didn't let mistakes or the consequences of those mistakes cause me to quit and not keep taking action. You have to take risks and you have to bet on yourself. I had a white man who was a lawyer and he charged plenty of money. He got paid to do speaking events, all of these things. And what he said to me was, well, I can't do this because I have $7,500 in debt. And that was the amount that he would have to invest to get my help. And I'm sitting across from him. He's got a house. He's got assets. He's got all these resources, but he doesn't have the belief in himself to take this one risk to work with me. You know, I just thought about the debt that I had at the time he said this to me, and I'm really proud of myself for not laughing in his face. <laughs> but, you know, that was his belief. And so I had to let that go. And hopefully he went on to get the help he needed and to, you know, have the success that he wanted, but he wasn't able to get my help to do it. Don't let that belief that all debt is bad take you out. When you have to take on debt in order to do something to grow your business, maybe you need to hire someone to take on your social media so you can get out of the weeds. Maybe you need to make an investment in a coach. Like maybe you need to make an investment in some advertising. There's all kinds of things that you can take a risk on that require debt that are going to give you a return. And that's the difference. So just keep that in mind and, you know, don't put yourself in danger. Don't have your, don't, don't threaten your, your household and your basic needs, but you are going to have to take some risks as an entrepreneur. Speaking of risks, here's another belief that comes up a lot, which is taking risk is dangerous. You know, let's be honest. Sometimes that's true. Taking risks doesn't always work out, but you know what else is dangerous? Not taking any risks at all. Let's think about people who think having a job is the safest thing you could possibly do. First of all, someone had to have the initiative and the gumption and take the risk to start the business at which you are employed. <laughs> so, you know, somebody had to take that on, right? And not all businesses succeed. We're in the time of COVID right now. A lot of businesses have had to come to grips and completely pivot, and some of them didn't make it. So all of those jobs are now gone. And if one of those jobs was yours, then that job wasn't the safest thing you could do. And I think a lot of people have seen that in 2020. Another belief that I see so, so much is the people I want to help can't afford me, or I won't be able to find clients if I raise my prices. 
And I want to talk a little more about this. I went on a rant recently because this is something I work with a lot of women. I work with a lot of people of color, a lot of women of color. And a lot of us really want to serve the people who look like us. They really want to serve marginalized folks. It's the context I hear this the most in is I can't raise my prices because then I won't be able to to work with the people that I really want to help. First of all, that's insulting. <laughs> okay. I am a gay woman, a black woman. I'm living in the whitest large city in the US. I have a ton of things going against me, and yet I have managed to build a successful and profitable business. And I have invested well over $100,000 in coaching, mentoring, courses, you name it, in order to get the skills that I needed in order to succeed. So for someone to say like, you know, oh, I can't work with the people I want to work with because they can't afford me. Well, you're not in their pockets. When people really want something, they want to make something happen, they will find a way to do it. So don't be insulting, first of all. Second of all, you can't save people. Let me tell you, I accidentally ran a nonprofit for a year in my business trying to save people. Oh, let me give you this website at half price because you can't afford it. Oh, let me just do this one thing for free because you really need it. Like I was that bleeding heart. Okay. I understand. But you know what? Also, I have to eat. And now I have a fancy dog who eats expensive raw dog food and he has to eat. So you cannot save people and you can't build a profitable business. You can't build a sustainable business if you are not charging what you need to charge to make that happen. And a lot of people are so clueless about what that actually takes. And we're going to talk about that in another episode. I'm going to have a special guest who's going to come on and talk about that. But you have to be able to pay your bills and you have to be able to pay your business expenses and you have to be able to pay yourself. It's so ironic that the people who want to come in and they want to be the one who helps everybody and they want to be the one who can donate to the causes they want to donate to and give to the charities they want to give to, and yet they will not charge what they need to charge. So you have to figure this out. And we're going to talk in just a minute about what you can do to address some of these beliefs and start getting over these beliefs, because until you do, you're just going to be struggling. And you really can't help someone if you're both on the struggle bus. Somebody has to get off the struggle bus and drop the ladder down. That was a mixed metaphor, but whatever. So I asked my audience, what were some of the living, limiting beliefs that they're dealing with? And they were very generous to share. So I'm going to share with you some of those that were shared with me recently. And one of them is our past determines our future. That is just not true. Whatever's gone on in your past is in the past and whatever is in your future is for you to determine. Some of the others are there's not enough money or I'm going to fail my kids or I should get a real job. One was about selling out. If you make money, right, then you're selling out to the oppressive capitalist regime if you actually go out and make money. What else? Oh my goodness. Someone who is a mental health provider shared that she felt like she had to overcome the idea that her services should be affordable for everyone, that everything should be pro bono, and she should never expect anybody to pay her full fee. <laughs> you know, we just talked about that. One of my clients shared that she had to get over the belief that just sharing her services when someone didn't ask her directly about them was selfish and spammy and rude, and she should never talk about her services. I have an actual opposite rant, which is when I know that I've met someone who can help me, but maybe it wasn't the right time and then I can't find them. <laughs> so oh. if you're if you're one of those people that's like you're scared to talk about your services, let me tell you, when I'm looking for you, 
If I can't find you, if I can't find your website, your email list, if you're hiding, then I personally am kind of pissed about that. So you owe it to the people who are looking for your help to show up and talk about what you do. So those are just some of the beliefs that folks have shared and some of the ones that I've encountered personally. Let's talk about what do we do about this? Like, what can you do to really fan the flames of your beliefs so that you can start to accomplish what it is you need to? And there's a few things that I found really help. The first thing is to realize that if you have a lot of limiting beliefs, what is it that you're putting into your mind? What is what are you exposing yourself to, right? Because garbage in, garbage out. So the first thing is look at what are the inputs that are coming at you every day and are they increasing your belief and expanding your possibilities or are they decreasing? So that means what books are you reading? What news are you watching? What people are you hanging out with? I'll put a list of some of the books that I have found really helpful when it comes to um, increasing self-confidence, taking risks, just raising belief in general. Um, Books are an amazing, amazing tool for this because you can just get the benefit of other people's life experiences. So content is a great thing to look at. What are your inputs? And maybe less social media, maybe more reading of inspirational materials, maybe more reading of biographies. One of the things that really helps me is to read about people who have really struggled, like people who have done amazing things and really looking at what they have gone through to do that helps me put into perspective when I am having challenges. So that's a great thing to do. The other thing that I have found really, really helps is you have to get a squad. The people around you are 95% of whether you're going to succeed or fail. Like we've all heard that statistic that your success in life is the amalgam of the five people closest to you. So if you need to get a better squad, then... (laughs) (laughs) that is a priority because it's really, really huge. Think about this. If you think that you want to make $20,000 a month, right? Some people listening to this, that might sound like a little. Some people that might sound like a whole lot, right? If you want to make $20,000 a month and you've only ever made $5,000 a month in your business, the best thing you can do is go get around some people who are making $20,000 a month and up, right? Get around some people for whom 20K a month is like a terrible month. And just by virtue of being around them, of soaking in their belief system, of looking at their challenges, of seeing how they think about their problems and seeing what actions they take in order to achieve that success, you will start to make more money. It is the number one thing that you can do. It's the shortcut. Here's why it works. Our brains are naturally wired to go with the crowd, right? It's a survival thing, right? Back in the day, if you were excluded from the tribe, then you got eaten by something prehistoric, right? So we're just naturally hardwired to want to fit in with our group. If you want a success level that you have not yet achieved, you need to get in with a group that has that level of success. And your brain will just naturally change itself to mold to the standards of that group. I have experienced it myself. I've watched it happen time and time again. It's the simplest and easiest hack. You know, you might have to pay to uplevel your network, right? (laughs) People who are making that kind of money aren't necessarily hanging out, like waiting for people to just hang out with and ask them questions. So you might need to invest in a mastermind. You might need to invest in a coach. You might need to invest in a community, but it is so worth it to do that. And if you need a squad and you don't have anyone right now, you can come join my free Facebook group, the Service CEOs Facebook group, and I'll put that link in the show notes for you. 
I think that is what I have to say about belief. It's just so, so important. And I've learned the hard way not to try to save people who don't believe. And what I have found is that when clients come in and they have that belief and they really just need the how, you know, they really just need me to show them the way to get where they're going to go and do it faster. Those are the clients who have the most success. We have the most fun. Um, They have the quickest progress because they're not held down by those beliefs. So I hope this has been a little bit inspirational for you, a little bit helpful. And now I want to ask you, who do you know who needs to hear this? Who's someone that you're thinking of right now who is always just talking about why they can't do whatever it is they want to do? Go ahead and share this podcast with them right now. You can find the show notes and listen to this podcast at carveldigital.com forward slash two. And now is the time when you can leave your five-star rating and review. If you're new, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. I will see you next time. And until then, begin as you mean to go on.